0: Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. This is Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. Our podcast explores the center and fringe of art scenes across six continents. Today, we take you to Miami to meet three globally engaged contemporary art experts. Since Miami is their home base, they offer insider perspectives on how to navigate the world of art that descends on this city every December since 2002. Art Basel Miami Beach is North America's most comprehensive international contemporary art fair. With over 200 galleries from 35 countries, showcasing works by more than 4,000 artists, at the Miami Beach Convention Center. From December 5th to 8th, 2019, the fair expects to draw more than 80,000 art dealers, collectors, and aficionados to Miami. Venues throughout Miami and Miami Beach now host more than 20 satellite fairs, public art exhibitions, parties, and special programs for an event that's become known as Miami Art Week. Our experts know how to navigate this pop-up art scene. From Italy, Ombretta Agro Androff is an independent curator and founder of ArtSale Residency and Research Initiative. The program connects artists and scientists to address climate change specific to South Florida. And I've also been coming down to Miami since the very first edition of uh, Art Week in 2002. From Israel, independent curator, art historian, and critic, Tommy Katz-Freeman remembers Miami before Art Basel. The
1: transformation that Art Basel made in the city is just incredible. It's uh, beyond any superlative.
0: From the U.S., Catherine Mikesell is co-founder and executive director of Fountainhead Residency and Studios. The residency offers artists from around the world a shared creative space and an introduction to Miami's art scene.
2: I'm very proud to be a part of the community here. I've been going to Art Basel as well since the beginning. I've seen how much the landscape has changed and the fairs have grown and the importance of Miami and the cultural community globally.
0: A few weeks before the art world comes to South Florida, we sit down to create this guide to Miami Art Week. So today we're here to talk about how you optimize this marathon. How do you prepare to get the most out of it? How you navigate the city because the traffic is terrible. There's overstimulation and there's an urge to overdo it. Like you need to see everything. I think it's all about pacing yourself as much as you can. Perhaps we can talk about that. About planning.
2: If you're here on the Sunday prior to our Basel, you have the Progressive Brunch, which is throughout the galleries, it stretches kind of from Wynwood to Little Haiti. So to try to take advantage of that and and take the time to go see local galleries as well, and then the you know, studio complexes that are open. I know Oolite's open in Bakehouse.
3: One show that I'm personally very excited about at MoCA, Uh, The Cecilia Cecilia Vicuña show. show. I'm really excited. And there's a beautiful article, an interview with uh, Teresita Fernandez who has a beautiful retrospective, a uh, mid-career retrospective the Perez Museum, and Cecilia Vicuña, who did not know each other, yet there's so much in common between the two of them. And uh, it was published actually on the Art Basel website, so I highly recommend for anyone to read that. It's really a beautiful insight into their practice and the commonalities of the works, and since they're both showing during that week I would highly encourage to be able to see both. And Michele and Thomas so, at absolutely. the Basel Museum, I yes. think this yeah. is a
1: huge attraction yes. for, uh, for
2: the Basel Week. And your at ICA, I mean... There, we have a, a lot. lot. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah, sorry Ruby at ICA. Ruby. Yeah.
1: Miami get, is getting like the best yeah. that it can be during this week, so all the museums yeah. are gearing for this week to have the best shows, you can tell it's, it's a flag show. So.
0: Everyone brings their best, the museums included. The Faina Arts District is doing a festival called The Last Supper that is going to have a lot of public art projects.
2: Gabrielle Chale who's coming from Argentina who's also at the Fountainhead Residency right now is, is doing a phenomenal project I can't wait to see.
0: Vina uh... does bring out all these different types of performances and installations. Jamila Sabur who's based in Miami will have a floating video project just off yep. the beach so there's a lot to experience without going into a fair and if you just want to have that feeling that you've been at Art Week, you can do it without going in a building. Absolutely. During the Art Week Marathon, exhibitions and events unfold from the center to the fringe of Miami and Miami Beach. Four causeways cross Biscayne Bay to connect the two cities. It's important to be prepared for the challenge. How do you plan ahead for your experience of our week.
1: We are much more knowledgeable because we live here. So I think the more I am experienced in this consuming art during Basel Week, I think the more I am aged into it, I think I am doing less. I know how to focus more than before because I am familiar with varieties and what are the options, what are the exhibitions around town. Basically, I divide it to what I can see only during this week
2: or what is in Miami and I can see it after or before. I start from a very practical standpoint in that traffic here is a bear, to say the least, during art fair week. One of the things when I'm talking to anybody about how to do the fairs is I say pick a side of the bridge, pick Miami Beach or pick Miami for your entire day. Everyone wants to look good during our Basel, but if you want to actually feel good as well as look good, pay attention to your shoes. <laughs> it's a very simple thing, but you have to realize you're walking on concrete all day. That takes a toll on you. And if you're planning on doing this for the entire week, you have to be prepared. Take water and take snacks, because if you're like us, you're going to want to spend every moment you can at these fairs or, or events. And sometimes that means you don't take the time to sit down and have something to eat. So, you know, be prepared with some nuts or something in water just so you can keep going.
0: These experts suggest that you map your course and document your discoveries.
1: Out Basel, the the main fur is really huge. And it's very easy to get confused and to go to an aisle that you've already been there. And if you don't have a very good uh, orientation sense, you can absolutely get lost. (laughs) So what I am doing, which is my case, is I take the map of the film and I have a pencil or a pen and I mark wherever I go. So I mark, I check. Oh, I'm it, a marker too. I yeah. check what yeah. I... What use I, so the guides, I, oh, yeah.
3: use the maps.
2: I do too. I mark all my yeah. guides, yeah. Well,
3: and also it gives you such a pleasure when you get to the end of oh, it. Yeah. You actually see you checked everything. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, if you
0: set goals for yourself, that's good. When you go into a fair, if there's particular artists or media that you want to see, that's something to to note as you go through, just you don't have to look at everything. Keep your eye on the prize.
2: And use your intuition. If you're interested in purchasing art, or at least documenting your experience so you can go back later and either research more about the artist whose work you've seen, or follow them on social media, or follow the galleries, I think it's important to have a way to document in your phone that is understandable and and consistent 100% from start to finish. So when I'm out at the fairs, the first thing I do when I enter a fair is I take a picture of the sign of the fair. So that marks, I've now started at Art Basel. And then in the same order, 100% of the time, I take a picture of the artwork that I'm interested in, the label next to it, and then also the gallery with the booth numbers.
0: Let's hear them introduce their top picks for fairs.
2: I think it's important for people to prioritize the fairs that they want to see. I think it's impossible to try to see all of the fairs. So there's always so many fairs. I feel bad because I'm not getting to some of the newer fairs, simply because I run out of time. But for me, I'm trying to get to support the artists that have been through the residency and through the studios and see where they're exhibiting. And then obviously I'm focused on looking for artists to bring in the future to the residency. So... I'm lucky enough to say that we generally, in any given Art Basel week, we have over a hundred artists showing throughout the various fairs.
3: I do a lot of homework and definitely not crossing bridges unless it's necessary. And prioritize the art fairs that I know I'm going to be more interested in, maybe the ones that are focusing on younger and emerging artists. but if i give tours and obviously i have a specific request from clients who are mostly interested in the fair the convention center then i really try to prepare myself as much as possible by going onto their websites see who's showing our basel Miami Beach website is actually excellent. They have articles that come out almost on a weekly basis and certainly and even more often as we're getting closer to the date where they would highlight specific programs or new arrivals or the new galleries that are showing or new artists that are showing at the fair. So that really enables me by the time that the fair starts to know what I'm going to see, who's showing what and prepare an itinerary even before I physically arrive at the fair.
2: I look at the specific galleries that I like to follow and, and typically you know international galleries so that I can make sure to see where they are in the fair so I don't accidentally walk past one. So I'm doing it actually by booth numbers.
3: For me, when it comes to fair, definitely untitled. Me too. Untitled is probably the only fair that I try to do twice.
1: The reason I think why you go twice to untitled is that it's a curated
2: outfit. Yeah, and there is a huge difference. And what it means is that the artists are selected because how they relate to one another and they also, the booths, have only one or two artists within them. So it's much easier on the eyes and you're able to see more work from specific artists than booths that have five to ten artists. So I think it makes the works easier to see and easier to understand. And digest.
3: And I would say another fair that I love, and I feel like it's a palette cleanser amongst the the visual art fairs, it's Design Miami. I love the scale. I love the fact that in some cases also they only focus on one designer slash artist. A lot of the booths are in that hybrid space between visual art and design. There's so many artists slash designers today that work in that space. And it's just beautiful. It's just really, really interesting fair.
0: I was going to mention Prism Art Fair, which is a black art fair featuring a lot of diasporan artists and they have a curatorial approach to theirs as well. They're located in the DuPont building downtown.
3: I'm taking a group to Pinta. Uh, It has a focus on on Latin America and and Central America, and um, they have some special curated project. I know Isabel Pignol, who's the curator from MANA, which is hosting Pinta in its space, is curating a project that looks really interesting and fun and very interactive. Julio Le Parc is collaborating with his son on a virtual reality project. So it looks like it's gonna be a nice mix of classic, more traditional fairs and also some interesting interactive projects.
2: I always love to see Nada as well. I think they certainly have one of the most cutting edge fairs their gallery selection is curated. So while it's not curated for a small number of artists necessarily, the galleries that they're bringing together from around the world are exceptional and, you know, representing mostly emerging artists. It's in the Ice Palace in Overtown, so I love the location. It has the outdoor area where they generally have some swings and things like that for people to sit on, and it's a completely different feel than the other fairs.
0: Art Week is the chance to visit evolving local collections and new art districts. It's also a fantastic moment for public art. I think it's really important to talk about a new art district that is becoming activated. It happens to be the neighborhood where I've been doing a radio show for three years, Alapata. And
1: it's always so interesting to see a new neighborhood activated by art.
2: North of downtown, west of Wynwood, and it's both the Rebelle Family Museum, their new location, which is 100,000 square feet, huge, and then El Espacio 23, which is George Perez's new project. He's looking at it as a more experimental and contemporary place. Obviously, his entire collection goes to the PAM, but he's, he's looking to have a space that's a bit more nimble than a okay. museum. Can be.
0: We have some great public art projects coming this year from Buenos Aires Art Basel. Cities is bringing artists from Argentina to do public art projects in Collins Park. I do want to say that we have two alumni. as yes. <laughs> yes. part
2: of that. We have Augustina Woodgate, who lives here locally. She's doing an incredible project on the the Lawn of the Bass Museum with Art Basel Cities, as is an artist, Marcella Sinclair, who we're bringing in through the residency. And she's doing a very ambitious project.
0: It plays on the Ugo Rondinoni sculpture in Collins Park. There's another activation we're anticipating. Jana Wenderen, local artist that will be activating public art for Untitled Art Fair. Antonia Wright and Ruben who will be presenting a project in a park. What I love about this is I,
2: I tell everyone that you know this is when Miami does its hair, puts its lipstick on, and puts on its best outfit, because it really is, the city is just alive everywhere. You don't need to have VIP status to really appreciate and enjoy and feel a part of the art community through projects like Art Basel City, Faena, Miami Beach, their public art program is doing some phenomenal installations as well with the cars on the beach and their fringe projects in downtown. I mean, there's so much happening around the city.
0: Above all, say the experts, let it flow.
3: It's great to do your homework, but it's also nice to kind of get lost in the craziness of what's happening. So definitely understand what's going on. And if you have specific interest, make sure you cover that specific ground. But also allow yourself to be open and, and be able to participate in what you encounter because there is so much that you don't know about or you may not be aware of or is not programmed and that is just beautiful it's interesting as interesting as anything else.
2: I'm so glad you said that because I think also, you know, for those of us that do try to accomplish so much, you just have to leave it open for where you can get a fresh perspective, something that you just weren't considering but may end up being the highlight of your entire week. Yeah, and you meet
1: people and then their recommendations can lead you to uh, new places that
0: they were never on your plan and then you cannot do whatever you plan.
2: Right. Yeah, (laughs) let
0: it flow and have some great experiences. This is the Fresh Art International Podcast. I'm Kathy Bird. Miami Art Week brings together local and international art worlds. This is not only an opportunity for globally active galleries to present the best work of their artists. Miami art spaces, museums, community initiatives, artists, and designers all rise to the occasion to show their best to the world, too. Diverse participants have diverse agendas. Whether you're a collector, a curator, a creator, or an aficionado, focus on your passion. What would you like to discover? Here are a few takeaways from our conversation. Each day, plan your itinerary to focus on one art corridor, either the mainland or the beach. Use the guides offered at the venues you visit. Mark your map, where you want to go and where you've been, so you can document your discoveries. Take water and snacks. Wear comfortable shoes. Do your homework, but be willing to improvise. Follow your intuition. Of special interest in 2019, we herald Art Week in Miami at the Progressive Brunch with Local Galleries, December 1st. On Miami Beach, the Faena Festival opens on December 2nd. Art Fairs We Love? Art Basel Miami Beach, Design Miami, Untitled, Nada, Pinta, and Prism. Exhibitions to See? the opening of the New Rubell Museum, and El Espacio 23 in the Alapata District, Teresita Fernandez at Perez Art Museum, Miami, Yayoi Kusama and Sterling Ruby at the Institute of Contemporary Art, Miami, Trent Doyle Hancock at Locust Projects, Haig Young, Micheline Thomas, and Laura Favoretto at the Bass Museum, Cecilia Vecuña at North Miami Museum of Contemporary Art, and public art projects in Collins Park, Loomis Park, and at the Convention Center in Miami Beach. Visit our website to learn more about Miami Art Week and download our curated guide. Please take a few minutes to review Fresh Art International on Apple Podcasts, And follow us on Instagram at freshartintl. The John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, Emily Hall Tremaine Foundation, Locust Projects and the Andy Warhol Foundation for the Visual Arts, the International Association of Curators of Contemporary Art, and listeners like you make this project possible. On freshartinternational.com, sign up to receive our latest news, and give a donation to support our stories. Stay tuned for more Contemporary Art Talk.